Hi, and welcome to the 10-Minute Food Truck Training Podcast. My name is Bill Moore. I'm a food truck business trainer, author of the books Food Truck 101, Beginner to Winner, and Food Truck 201, Get Off the Truck. This podcast is all about helping you start and grow your food truck business. Is the food truck industry oversaturated? I've seen this comment several times, so I thought I would look into it. Florida, for example, in 2017 had 4,754 licensed vendors, serving just over about 19 million people. Or if you break that down, that's about one vendor for every 4,000 people. In June of this year, Florida had 8,976 licensed vendors, and they were serving about 22 million people, or on average, one vendor for every 2,450 people. So is that a case for saturation? Possibly. So I decided to do a little bit more research and see what's going on around the country. According to IBIS World, food trucks are a familiar sight in many major cities, catering to office workers while on their lunch hour, event goers, and university students. They've also become a popular alternative to sit-down traditional restaurants. Over the previous five years, the market has grown rapidly at an annual rate of 9.3%, becoming the fastest-growing segment of all food service. Last year, however, food trucks grew at the slowest rate in years, 3.5%. According to the Daily Universe, the business is difficult to enter. It's very saturated right now, said Victor Young of Brigham Young University. There's a lot of people that are trying to get in. And he owns the Bumblebee's Barbecue and Grill. And his business partner, Brad Bay, said that when they attempted to enter the food truck market, they found that much of the city was controlled by just a handful of trucks. In addition, the requirements for their particular city were extremely expensive. Licenses are needed for every single municipality along with the annual health permit. Then the truck has to be purchased and modified for food service, and they require plenty of maintenance. These high costs make it possible only for the most successful food truck businesses to survive. According to QSR Magazine, which is one of my favorite magazines to read, staying fresh and innovative, the food truck market began to gain popularity in 2011. But like with any business venture, food truck owners must do something innovative and different to stand out in the crowd. This has led food truck owners to target niche audiences, streamline menu options, and an online presence is also necessary so customers know when and where to find trucks. For many food trucks, though, the income from parking on the street isn't enough to keep the business going. Additional income can be brought in by catering private events. According to Food Truck Empire, 60% of all restaurants fail in the first three years. If traditional restaurants fail at this rate, why shouldn't food trucks? Businesses fail because of lack of planning and lack of profits. According to Joe from the Donner House, I think food trucks fail for one or two reasons. Oversaturation in the market or lack of promotion. I think it's rarely for the reason that the food is insufficiently good. New food truck owners are cautioned to study the market and their target customers. And then according to Food Beast, it's not all bad news. A study conducted by food industry consulting group Technomic found that 91% of food truck customers did not view them as a passing fad and expect food trucks to be available well into the future. Food truck customers are also more likely to patronize more than one food truck when they go to an area where there's more than one food truck located. And according to surveys, they will often visit three out of the four trucks. There's still room in the market for growth. 
70% of non-food truck users are hesitant to give the food trucks a try. And that means that's a market that could be converted with some clever marketing campaigns. And according to the National Restaurant Association, 40% of restaurateurs believe food trucks will increase in popularity. And of course, everything I just read to you is an opinion. And I know, I know, you're saying in the group, saturation is real. Doomcasting provides a cushion for your bruised ego and an excuse for why your food truck isn't as busy as you dreamed. Here's an example. In the 1980s, I worked for one company that was opening a restaurant every single week, and we did that for over two years in a row. Our competitor was opening two to three restaurants a week, and they did that for five years. Every business expert back then was saying saturation is just around the corner. Oversaturation is imminent if these companies keep building restaurants. There's no more chain restaurants that can possibly fit in the food landscape. All of this has to stop, and we heard this time and time again. And yet, in the 1990s, that's when Starbucks started growing crazy. Zaxby's started in the 1990s. Qdoba started in 1995. Most Southwest Grill started in 2000. Shake Shack started in 2004. And on and on. There's always people that are going to say, well, it's, it's saturated. They can't afford any more restaurants. Just not going to happen. That's why my restaurant's failing. Not my fault. It's everybody else's fault because they all started jumping on the bandwagon. All saturation is is an excuse for poor performance or a way to attempt to discourage the newbies because they don't know any better. Hey, that guy's been in this business a long time. He says we shouldn't get into it, so we won't get into it. So it's one less competitor for the guy that's saying it's oversaturated. Too many food trucks. Oh, and all those things I was reading to you guys, they're all from 2016. That's six years ago. Six years ago, people were saying it's too saturated. Food trucks fail all the time. I wonder what those guys would say if they actually started looking into the number of licenses that are out there right now. Florida's has almost doubled, and I imagine that there's places around the country where they have doubled. When I looked into the numbers in Florida, there were counties that in 2017 had zero vendors. Zero. And now they have 10, and in one case, 15 vendors in a county that just five years ago had nobody. I wouldn't call that county saturated by any stretch of the imagination. There will always be people that are saying saturation. And there will always be people that will tell you today's the day to go start your business and set yourself apart from all the other food trucks. You want to be successful? Go out there and do it. You want to fail? Keep saying it's saturated. Because you're giving yourself an excuse for why you're not busy. Thank you guys so much for listening to the 10-Minute Food Truck Training Podcast. If you're finding all the information helpful to your food truck business, please become a monthly supporter of the podcast. Just hit the support button or follow the link in the description. Every little bit does help keep us going. Join our Facebook group. It's called Food Truck Training. We have a whole bunch of awesome members at all different levels from brand new beginners to decades old veterans. They've all got your back when it comes to helping you with your food truck. And again, thank you for listening. Come back tomorrow because you know I have plenty more to say when it comes to helping you and your food truck business grow.